Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us uh, today. This is very exciting for us to introduce a new podcast, Leadership Trademarked. This is a, a podcast for, for leaders, made by leaders. And I'm very, very excited to introduce to you Kevin, Leslie, and Roz, who have been my guides, who have been the ones who have brought me where I am, where I am today. Roz, you have been my my mother, my sister, my executive coach, and you have helped coach uh, across the world, executive teams, and walk them through um, very, very complex change processes and really elevating the, the discussion of leadership and to achieve, help uh, teams and leaders achieve their pro professional and personal fulfillment. So thank you for, for being who you are. Um, Leslie, um, you are the head of BrandRight and you hope focus on relationships amongst employee engagement and customer satisfaction. Um, and, and to share here, you're the co-founder of the FACT Network, which is a collaborative forum that seeks diverse perspective and voices. What a wonderful initiative. It is um, really an honor for all, all of us to be here today. And, and we have Kevin. And Kevin is a published author, a ballroom dancer, and an Arctic explorer. Um, and, and Kevin, you travel the world seeking the secrets of leadership strengths. And I've learned so much from you um, about that. And you've helped me um, learn ideas and key skills as well. But the three of you um, share something else in, in common. And it's not just because you've helped me, which I'm very grateful about. You have founded a, a program called Leadership Trademark, which I have taken. It was a course um, nine, 10 years ago now that really changed my traje trajectory. And I've learned so much from it and I haven't seen anything like this in terms of leadership. I haven't come across it. And, and really looking at, you know, how how can I support, how can I help leaders with the tools that I've learned that I haven't come across? You've also helped me through this leadership during Mark, Mark program that you've built is to build my own network. I still keep in touch with many of the participants there and we formed a community and a community that I can lean on on the things that I come across and I'm being challenged. So I want to share with our audience a little bit more about the leadership trademark. So um, Leslie, can you tell me more about it? Um, you're, you know, with Roz and Kevin have formed this and I just want to know more about how did it all start? What what was all of, all about? Thanks, Sylvia. We developed the leadership forum, uh, like you said, ten years ago, and we called it Lead Leadership Trademark. And as she said, Sylvia was one of our first participants. So when I heard she was continually returning to the leadership trademark binder and to her leadership trademark co-participants, I was absolutely delighted to hear that. 
And then when she went on to say, let's do a podcast to continue this work that we started 10 years ago, of course, I was all in. So let's start with an examination of the role of managers, executives, head of households, community activists. There's two really main functions. It's managing and leading. When we look at managing, that's really the nuts and bolts of running an organization or a project or an event. And managing includes, you know, developing the strategies, sticking to a budget, managing the milestones, controlling workflow, safety, staying on top of the supply chain. It's complex, it's time consuming and mission critical. And business schools do a great job of preparing their students to meet these challenges. Business school grads have been taught to think on their feet and focus on outcomes. On the other hand, leading. Leading is very different. It requires the engagement of others, both individually and in groups. It too is complex, time-consuming and mission critical. But instead of budgets and milestones, the outcomes for leading well include building trust, showing compassion, providing stability, and creating hope. That's what people have told researchers they need from their leaders, trust, compassion, stability, and hope. It's really easy for us as leaders to get wrapped up in running the operation and heading for those mission critical goals, partly because it's easy to prove our own value when the goals are met, and partly because we've probably been rewarded handsomely in the past for being um, a go-getter and a, and a goal achiever. As a leader, we're still accountable for those goals and staying on budget, but now we're also accountable to lead the team to success. This means more listening than speaking. It means that instead of taking action directly to meet the goals, we're now in charge of removing obstacles that stand in the way of our team. Instead of managing every milestone, we spend time engaging, engaging members of the team so that they can see that the team goals are their goals too. And if you think about the best bosses you've had, I bet you're thinking about the one or two that made you feel heard and made you feel important and made you feel they had your back. That sounds like trust, compassion, stability, and hope. Now, Roz is um, a great coach. She's a coach not only to Sylvia here, but to me and hundreds of others, as you said, around the world. And you've been doing coaching both pre-pandemic, during the pandemic, and, and since the pandemic, Roz. So you have a unique insight into what's going on. So tell us more about that. Thank you, Leslie, Sylvia, Kevin. Um, I'm passionate about this. I really think that we are at a time where understanding leadership is urgent. I think it's critical. This podcast is going to be an opportunity for us to have conversations about what are the most critical aspects of leadership. Regardless of whether you're leading a dog sled team, a family of 12 across the Alps, an organization of 20,000 to new technology, 
a war in Ukraine or a government in wherever. Um, the heart of a successful leadership and a successful leader is emotional intelligence. Without that emotional intelligence, it's nearly impossible to inspire or motivate and lead a team effectively. This comes down to engagement. Leslie spoke to that earlier, so did Sylvia. Engaging your staff is a critical aspect of your leadership. In fact, if you do nothing else, your results will be better. If everything else you do is perfect and you don't do that, your results will be in the toilet. So leaders who encourage their team to share their thoughts and opinions, and they might not all be positive, foster uh, partnering and innovative environment. And then people are excited. They want to get up and get to work and everybody trusts. The leader actually has no power. A lot of people like to blame the leader uh, because it all went horribly wrong, but <laughs> the leader has no power. The system has the power, but there is nobody in any organization called Mr. System. And I've never found the system office on any uh, board when you go into an office. So what it boils down to is that a leader needs to know what their staff's strengths are as an essential element of their own leadership. And then, of course, it starts to get easier. If you can give really good, authentic, caring feedback, focused on results and behavior, rather than punishing meetings and personal attacks or generalizations, then you start building a strong team. And it is crucial to your leadership because you're, you're nothing without a team. Any project that has gone through and the head of the thing says, oh, good, I'm so great, couldn't have done it without their people. Now, we got to remember that leadership is multifaceted and it's complex. And it requires emotional intelligence, engagement, strengths, and feedback skills. Leadership can be a daunting task. Say that again, Ross. I wanted to go back to Leslie, though, about as the strategy director, Leslie, in terms of this podcast that we're, we're launching here today. Thank you, Sylvia. As we've highlighted before this podcast is for leaders by leaders and so we're going to focus on the role of leading and that is building trust showing compassion providing stability and creating hope we're going to introduce our listeners to leaders of all kinds from a wide variety of environments on the job in business in medicine in education and government and even at home and in our communities We'll start a dialogue with these leaders about issues that keep us all awake at night, everything from innovation and change leadership 
to managing conflict, exhaustion, and burnout. It's the whole suite of everybody. Leadership is not limited to business or to the workplace. We have leaders within the family, within the community, within the neighborhood. And that's who we want to, to bring to you with all the topics that are important today. Uh, Kevin, from, from your end, um, we're, we're doing this podcast. We're going to impact. What is your thought about the impact that we're going to have? I'm going to contrast what we do here to what they do at MBA schools. They teach a lot of theory at MBA schools, but there's not very much actual practical exchange of what works and what we tried. And nobody's ever going to tell you in an MBA school that, that they had a noble failure where they tried something out that didn't work. Whereas I think what we will do is uh, what, what we did in the program itself and what we can do by having people come into these uh, podcasts and listen is to really have a much more realistic and I guess honest appraisal of what leadership is and send people out one at a time to be more authentic more honest, more realistic about what they can and can't do as leaders, maybe be a little more vulnerable uh, or a little stronger, whatever it takes for them to take the next step to the higher level. Thanks. Or step down. Mm. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Once Ross had somebody <laughs> who said, after hearing this and really working hard, said, so this is what leadership is about. Yep. She says, I don't want to do it. <laughs> he wasn't up to it and that's fine. <laughs> And that's okay. Yeah. I want to circle back to something that Sylvia said um, earlier. And she talked about having a, after having gone through the order, uh, the leadership trademark workshop and having a, a group of, of fellow leaders that she could rely on. And I think that is also really important to remember. And I hope that we can, mm -hmm. Uh, help you find some of those people in your lives. Because uh, as Roz was saying, leadership is a lonely job and you need, you need support, you need colleagues. And um, hopefully this will give you a path to that as well. Thank you all here. Um, this brings us to the end of uh, our, our first episode, which is the launch of the podcast series. Uh, please stay tuned as we announce our uh, our episodes coming up um, and we'll be publishing those uh, where you get your podcasts. Thank you very much. Thanks, Sylvia. Thanks, Sylvia. Thank you again for listening to our launch episode. On our next episode, we will focus on a theme we hear a lot about globally, and that is the future of work. For this, we have invited a very special guest for our next episode, her name is Shira Yoskovich, and she's the Vice President of Corporate Development and Transformation of SCI Group, Inc. Together, we will be diving into what the future of work is all about, and the answers are closer than you think. Stay tuned.